God arise, and let his enemies be scattered. Welcome back to Hackberry House, a podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church in North Korea. My name is Bob, and this is podcast number 301. It's October 17, 2015. Well, today, more writings from Hackberry House, Volume 1, My Years with the North Korean Church. You can get this book, by the way. It's about over 300 pages. You can use it as a daily devotional. I hope that you will. You can go to createspace.com forward slash 391-4024. Or you can go to amazon.com and put my name, Bob Faulkner, in the search and you'll find this book. Let's go right ahead to the readings now. This is reading number 21 in the book on page 36, North Korea Martyrs. This post is from Mission Network News. It was January 10, 2007. I edited it a little. North Korea. We've heard the stories. Thousands of North Korean Christians have been killed for their faith. Many more are in work camps. Today, another chilling story. A prominent Christian worker says North Korean Christians are becoming increasingly uneasy about possessing a Bible. He brings sobering news from their worker there. A man that's known to be an evangelist. Now, he's probably not an evangelist to anyone other than his family members. But he was caught with two of our Korean New Testaments in his possession. And he was executed for that. This is just one of many stories coming out of NK. A North Korea army general who became a believer and was trying to evangelize some of the people in his unit was executed by a fellow officer. Another story included a woman who was washing clothes. She bent over to rinse her clothes and a New Testament fell out. Somebody reported it and both she and her grandmother were quickly executed. There seems to be no sign of the persecution easing any. What you have is a leader who is proclaiming himself to be God. It's prescribed that they daily worship him. And refusal to do that and being caught worshiping the true God just brings that kind of governmental response. And as best as we can tell, the tempo of that is not lessening. The worker says it's obvious what that increasing pressure on Christians is doing to Bible smuggling. It becomes more and more difficult to get a person to risk their life to carry Bibles into North Korea. With rivers frozen, it's a perfect time to smuggle Bibles into the country. Despite the oppression, there are positive signs, he says. God seems to be working in response to a very, very oppressive government and human injustices. People are looking for an answer other than their own government. And I believe that's awakening the resilience of believers in North Korea to say, we have another answer. There's another way to believe. Number 22, I called Reliant Self-Reliance. I'm still following that book, Under the Loving Care of the, of the Fathers from Martin. Uh, we enter into the years just past the Korean War. When most of us draw a blank trying to recall what happened next. Well, it was time to rebuild. 
There's been much destruction on both sides of the 38th parallel. The contest is on to see which system will prosper, communism, backed by Russia and China, or capitalism, democracy, supported by the United States. Kim Il-sung's first actions are to remove persons upon whom any blame can be placed before they have a chance to blame him for something. Dictators have always been forced to remove opposition. It's not that people in these countries don't have common sense and great ideas. It's just that they are killed before their ideas can take root. Only through this method do communist governments survive. Love there is, is forced. Minds are reprogrammed. Bodies are intimidated. At the beginning of the race for supremacy, the two Koreas are about even in per capita income. Now that's the number you get when you, you take all the income of the nation and divide it by the number of people. So at the beginning, it, they, they were equal, actually on both sides of the line. But by 1960, there's a marked difference. And that is that South Korea is behind. What? Yeah, you heard it right. South Korea is behind. And pouring into the north from China, Russia, and elsewhere... Uh, creates a surge that Kim and company turn into early success. That was aid pouring into to them from China and Russia. People begin talking about the Korean miracle. It looks like North Korea is going to be the prosperous one. Though from the beginning and to the present day, North Korea has been totally dependent on other nations for aid she begins in the 50s to give the impression to the world and her own people that she needs no one's help. Now, the famed Juche policy, which means self-reliance, but actually is haughty pride, begins to bind the people of the North with a stranglehold that eventually chokes out its life. Kim's own personal fame grows as he takes credit for the abundance. More and more opponents are silenced. The reform going on in Russia as Khrushchev dares to criticize the dead Stalin's policies and gets away with it is not going to happen in North Korea. Russia is considered heretical, but the glorious North Korea will stay the course of communism until it blossoms into the perfect state someday. That seems to be the dream still. Someday. Slowly, the history of North Korea is literally rewritten. Less and less credit to Russia for all they did to get this thing going. And then a cutback in praise to China. Eventually, the books will read that Kim Il-sung alone is to be praised for creating and sustaining the true Korean nation. In saying this, Kim rules out not only his neighbors, but his God. Well, we'll get back to that book another time, but we're going right through this volume one book first. 23, Korea is my home is the name of this one. A summary of one of many interviews conducted by Refugees International staff with North Koreans in China. It was sometime in 2003 and 2004. The interviews were conducted through an interpreter for reasons of security, Refugees International did not attempt to obtain 
or record the real names of any individuals. You'll note the absence of any fancy writing. For North Korea, all you have to do is tell the facts. So we've got interview one. Male, age 34, from Hordeon. His first arrival in China was June 2003. Three years ago, he was employed as a driver. Then he got sick with a liver problem. He was laid off. Even when you go to the hospital, there are no medicines. His wife is good at needlework that they sell in North Korea. She can make about 15,000 North Korean won in 45 days of work. Because he doesn't work in a factory, he doesn't get food, except on Kim Jong-il's birthday or holidays. His daughter goes to kindergarten, but she's got to bring her own food to school. It's his first time in China. The manager of the local church has known him for years because the manager often goes to North Korea. He came to China because his, quote, house faced difficulties in surviving, so I came to get help and to study the Bible, end of quote. He came to China with another North Korean man on a secret route. He'll go back to North Korea tonight to bring back Bibles. He wants to stay in North Korea. His first impression of China is freedom. But then, as he says that, he starts crying. Honestly speaking, I don't want to go back. But North Korea is my home country. He might return to China alone or with his close friends, but not with his family. There is radio in North Korea, but no international news. In some places, the TV can receive Chinese stations. After the new economic reform, the situation got worse. It then worsened further when SARS, SARS started. Sickness, you might have heard about. Some people have committed suicide because the situation is so hard. His relatives went for a trip, and one of them, a woman, committed suicide. Before SARS, he could get one kilogram of rice for 151 won. Uh, the price increased to 300 won per kilo, and now it's down to 250. He has not had any problems with the Chinese authorities. If you come to China for food, the penalty in North Korea is one to six months of prison. For meeting with foreigners, a person could be actually sentenced to death. If someone gets caught with Bibles, he or she will be sentenced to death. He knows many people have been put in prison for getting food in China. I ask you to work for freedom of the North Korean people, he says. I want political and religious freedom. In the law we have freedom, but that's not the reality. Now that last paragraph is for us, the hearers, the readers. Let's work instead, for, indeed, for their freedom. And beginning on our knees, God is able. The next section in my book is called North Koreans Starting Over. This is number 24. Another interview. Um, two, interview two, six girls, ages 17, 16, 16, 14, 13, and a boy, age 17. Places of origin in North Korea not recorded for all. Two sisters in the group were from Pyongyang. Their first arrival in China was 2002. 
The interview was conducted in a group setting with the teenagers sitting on the floor in a circle. They used to be tutored in China, but the situation became tougher after the incidents at the embassies in Beijing. Now the teachers cannot come. The 16-year-old girl, one of them says her dad died in North Korea, so she came here with her mother. She was arrested in October 2002 because she went with her mother to Beijing in hope of going to South Korea. They got out of the taxi, and because they didn't speak Chinese, they were noticed. The man who arranged for them to go to Beijing turned them in. She stayed in a Beijing jail with her mother for six days, and then they were sent back to North Korea. Her mother was sent to a labor center. She was sent to an orphanage center, which is like a jail in Undak. She got three meals a day in the orphanage, but it wasn't enough food. She told the orphanage that she was sick and said she'd like to go to the hospital. She ran away once she got to the hospital. She returned to China by herself in February. She's had no contact with her mother. When she came here, she was very weak. Everyone could recognize that she was North Korean. She's learning the Bible now. They go one by one to an elementary Chinese class because it's less noticeable. When asked what they wanted to do in the future, one girl said she wanted to be a pastor. Another wants to be a hairstylist. Another wants to be the manager of an orphanage. One girl, 14, wants to be the president of North Korea and change things. The boy said he was sent to an orphanage in North Korea. There were rules there. One rule was that you had to kneel from 5 a.m. until 10 p.m. before you get your sentence. Another rule is that you cannot move. If you disobey, you might be hung from your feet. Well, my friends, if you haven't yet begun to pray for North Korea, uh, perhaps today, huh? I think that's enough, right? Don't want to discourage you, depress you, be negative, and yet we do have to be aware of these things, we Christians. I suppose just reading the newspaper today is, is bad enough for most of us, but... And these things that I'm reading about right now are several years old, but you know that that kind of thing is still going on. What will you do? What will you do? There's, just, there's got to be something every one of us can do. There's groups that you can send money to. There's praying, constant praying. Sometimes there's a communication can be set up. You can go as far as you want. You can visit South Korea. You can get involved with South Korean missions to North Koreans. You can go into South Korea and actually touch the North Korean community. There's a lot of things you could do. If you'll pray, I believe God will show you what is your part. Would you email me sometime? Bob.j.faulkner.72 at gmail.com or a voicemail or a text at 847-852-6873. You can ask me a question or suggest a topic for study or just say hi. And I appreciate it when you do. Um, tomorrow, why do God's people suffer? We're going to start trying to answer that question that nobody has ever answered effectively. Mine will just be some speculation of my own. Plus, I'll have Bible verses. Nobody has figured it out, put it all together. But I have some clear ideas that I think will bless you about why maybe you're suffering why somebody that you know 
is suffering. Meanwhile, the North Korean church is suffering. Let's pray for them. Psalm 68.1 is where we began. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Amen.